from iHeartRadio, The Don, the definitive 24-episode podcast series on the mega-producer behind such hits as Flashdance, Beverly Hills Cop, and Top Gun, Don Simpson. Listen to The Don on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's Sunday morning. I thank you very much for waking up with me, listening to our show. We're on every Saturday at noon and now Sundays at 8, so I truly appreciate the time you take out of your days to tune in, and hopefully I can help get you pointed in the right direction, folks. I know you're probably sitting there saying, oh, man, is he going to say it's another gorgeous day? Folks, let me put your mind at ease. Let me tell you, it's another gorgeous day. I watched the sunrise coming into the office this morning and what a day it's going to be so for the next hour i want you to focus on your financial future you get one opportunity to retire i want to help you enjoy that next leg of your life that career of your life that you've been working all these decades for and that's called retirement for the next hour give me your time call in with any questions Zach Harris, my long-term producer, and I are here. We're willing, ready, able to talk with you. Zach's a great guy. You'll love talking with him, and then I'll talk with you, and I'll answer your questions, unless Zach wants to answer some questions this morning. But our phone numbers, 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, it's been kind of a long week for me. This morning, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting at my desk. I do the radio show from my office. And, you know, if you could see me, I can see you through the mic, but you can't see me, I don't think. I have the filters on. But I have these headphones with a um, speaker. I look like an airline pilot. And it's, um, they, they work pretty good. So I do the show from the office. I don't go into the studio trying to be very safe with COVID-19 doing my part to keep everybody safe. Um, but I heard I heard some, some, some noise outside. So I looked out the window and there's this lady that, you know, I saw her going through um, one of the cans outside looking for bottles and, and my heart just, you know, aches. So I went out and, you know, I gave her some money and you would have thought that I gave her a million dollars. She couldn't thank me enough, told me, She's trying to get enough money for food, and I believe her, for her family. Um, And it's only 8 o'clock. But we had a nice fundraiser this week for the American Cancer Society. We raised, I think, Lizzie Hunter told me we raised $250,000 towards cancer. Remember, folks, cancer is one of those illnesses that that it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't matter. I, I, I say this. Whether you take the bus or drive a fancy car to work, whether you wear a nice suit or jeans and a t-shirt, doesn't matter who you decide to love, what your faith is, um, there's absolutely no discrimination with cancer. It, 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 it can affect all of us, and it does affect so many of us. So it's always nice for me for, for personal reasons to make sure I support um, that. You know, I shared with you yesterday that I've been helping out the I. Sean Davis, the little boy, 11-year-old, that was killed in that senseless drive-by shooting a week and a half ago or so. And, you know, I just felt that that this family needed help. And, 
you know, yesterday after the show, I I took them shopping. I wanted them to to feel good. Today's the wake. Tomorrow's the funeral. So, you know, we went shopping and I suited the gentlemen's up and I I um, dazzled the ladies. You know, buying dresses and shoes and and I just wanted them to to um, say goodbye to Aishon in 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 the right way. And um, then last night we had a virtual fundraiser for Double H. You know, kids with cancer. So it's been it's been a busy week. Um, you know, as I said, ending off this morning helping helping that lady outside who was looking for for ways to put food on the table. There's a lot of people affected in in the world, and you know I you know I I'm a softie when it comes to helping people, and I try my best to do the right thing and 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 help my community as best I can. But but anyway, let's let's talk about finances. And before I get into that, the stock market had its fourth losing week. And that's okay, folks. It comes with the territory of investing. You can't make money every day. You can't. Saturdays and Sundays are the best days for the stock market because you know you're not going to lose any money. I can guarantee you every Saturday and Sunday what the stock market's going to do. I look brilliant, don't I? It's... um. They're, they're, they're great days. They're restful days for investors. They're not checking their balances every other, you know, second. And with so many people working remotely, I'm guessing there's a lot of people online checking their balances more than they should. If it were up to me, investors would get one statement a year. One. Uno. One statement. That's enough. Because... The best thing they can do is leave their investments alone as long as they're in a well-diversified portfolio taking on the amount of risk that they're that they can withstand you know we had a caller yesterday 55 who wanted to retire and uh, or who was investing he put all of his money into cash and and i felt bad for him i know we raised a little cash but this week we actually put most of that cash back to work. I took advantage of the markets when, when the market was intraday down 10%, the broad stock market. And I think NASDAQ at its low point from the high was down 14% or so. A uh, stock like Apple was down 23%. That's bear market territory, folks. And I love Apple um, as an individual holding. If you're going to own a, a stock, Apple's not a bad stock to own, and having it be down 23% is not a bad time to to enter um, that. Now, it could go down another 5, 10, 15, 20%. I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball. But I do know long-term Apple's probably going to do well. So we, we took advantage of that, and I bought into a couple ETFs, um, one that its number one holding was Apple, actually 25% of the holding is Apple, and we don't buy individual securities. You heard me right. We manage $700 million just about. We don't buy individual securities. We're not day trading. That's not how you make money in the stock market. If I want to be overweight technology, I look for those ETFs where prudently I invest my clients' money in sectors that we want to be in. So I liked Apple being down 24%. We searched out, my investment committee and I searched out an ETF where 25% of the weighting was Apple. So that meant that every dollar I put in, 25 cents went towards Apple. That's that's how I think. And 
we still have Microsoft PayPal MasterCard Visa as part of the top 10 holdings and those are good good um, holdings so let's um let me give out the phone numbers we're going to go to the phone lines 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 let's go to the phone line start off this beautiful Sunday morning with Lisa in Freehold hello Lisa hi good morning Steve I wanted to ask you about the Charles Schwab um, $50 fund where you only get a slice of 10 companies that are like top 500 in the S&P, is that recommended for someone who's never done stocks? Well, you know, I, I think you're talking about buying the, uh, an ETF that invests in the S&P 500 index. Is that correct, Lisa? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So Schwab has, you know, it's funny, we, we, we use ETFs in all of our portfolios. That's really, we don't own any mutual funds and we don't buy individual stocks. So we invest with ETFs and our returns have been stellar by doing that. And our number one holding, equal holding, are um, the broad stock market index and the NASDAQ composite index. So the broad stock market index, the one we use, the symbol, and I'm gonna give it out because it's actually a Charles Schwab ETF. It's S-C-H-B, that's S and as in Steve, C is in Charlie, H is in Harry, B as in Boucher, SCHB. It's a broad stock market index, and not only do you get representation to the S&P 500 index, but you get some mid-cap and small-cap stocks in there, Lisa. And I think if you're just going to have one stock holding, that would be the stock holding to have. And we don't get anything in return from Charles Schwab. We only custody our clients' assets at Charles Schwab's. They're the biggest, the best, and I can get anything that you, I can buy you pork bellies, I can buy you stocks, bonds, commodities, I can buy you just about anything um, that, that you can think of at Charles Schwab. But their internal management fee, because there's fees within, buried, indebted in ETFs, mutual funds, and annuities. At Charles Schwab, they have the lowest in the industry, 0.03% is our core holding. That's the internal management fee. And that's the other reason we use it. I used to use the Vanguard um, ETF, but this is actually less expensive internally. And I always say to my clients, if I can save you a penny here and a penny there, that's money in your pocket. And that's what we do. So that, that would be the one I would buy, Lisa. Okay, and uh, I can call your office for, like, advice on other retirement plans that I have right now with my employer? You know what? You absolutely can. Um, I'm not okay. sure if Angie Gavin, my client concierge, is, is listening. But if you call in, I'm going to have somebody talk with you and, and help you. It's Sunday morning, and I'm in a very, very good mood this morning. So absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you, you so much, and thank you for what you've done for iShawn. Oh, thank you, Lisa. I felt that it was the right thing to do. You know, this is a family that really, you know, they, I mean, I, I, it's tragic. God, I help, yeah, I helped them with the funeral home and accepting the body. I mean, it was just, it, this family was up against it. And, I, you know, I, I felt good helping them out and I, I felt mm -hmm. good doing something positive for the community. So thank you for those comments. I truly appreciate it. You have a good day, and thank you, sir. You as well. It's gorgeous out there. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. And Angie Gavin, my client concierge, just text me. She is listening. 
so she'll be laughing because I do this every so often to her where I come in on Monday. I said, oh, by the way, Angie, I promised this one this and that one that. But, um, hey, folks, I love doing this radio show. I absolutely love every weekend. For 25 years I've been doing this show. And people say, does it get old? I say it doesn't because I'm helping people. And helping people, especially with their finances, is important to me. If I can help help somebody get pointed in the right direction, if I can help somebody fire their advisor because they're getting bad advice, I don't feel guilty about that. There's a lot of advisors out there selling expensive investments. They can't call themselves a fiduciary because they have a conflict of interest. That conflict of interest is making big fat commissions. A lot of money. I mean, if somebody's selling you an annuity, folks, and they tell you that it's not costing you anything, I guarantee you it's costing you more than you'll know. As I just got done saying, in an ETF, the lowest internal management fee is 0.03%, our core holding with Charles Schwab. The average internal management fee of a mutual fund is 1.2%. With annuities, it's 3%, 3. And that, 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 trying to come up with a nice word that financial advisor that's as nice of a word as I'm going to get that financial advisor selling the annuity is making six percent commission six that's right six percent commission so if they tell you they're not making any money they're making a boatload of money and if they tell you you're not paying any fees you're paying a whole bunch of fees. It's buried in that 65-page contract that they have to give you. There's a reason why there's so many pages in it. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. That's 1-800-825-5949. So as I said, it was a bad week in the stock market, and that's okay. S&P down six-tenths of a percent, closing at 3299 Fourth consecutive week that it's been down. The Dow, same thing. Fourth week that it's been down. Down almost 484 points. 1.7% to close at 27,174. The small cap Russell 2000 index. It's really a mid-cap small cap index. Um, down 4% to close at 1475. NASDAQ is the only index that was up, folks. You heard me say it. You hear me say it every week. It's one of our top holdings. That and the broad stock market index were equally weighted. And I keep, I keep saying, till the day they they drag me out of here or I'm not no longer with you in life, my clients will own the Nasdaq Composite Index. I love it. It's full of great growth companies. About 60% of them technology. There's some biotechnology in there. It's just a nice index to complement the broad stock market index. And when it was down 13 14% this week, that's why we took advantage of the cash we had. I've been holding cash for months through this COVID-19. I looked like a dope. I was holding cash while the market went up, 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 up. Well, there's no secret with the stock market, folks. We know that we're in the middle of COVID-19. We know that there's possible... It's possible we might have a second wave of this virus that has affected 33 million people around the world, seven, over 7 million in this country, over 200,000 deaths in this country. And, you know, it's, it's real. This COVID-19, this virus is real. It's not nothing to fool around with. Um, 
so there may be a second wave. The stock market knows that. The stock market knows we have about 12 million people unemployed. Staggering number. The stock market knows that. The stock market knows that there's a presidential election. Do you think it's a secret? The stock market knows that on November 3rd, we're electing a president. Whether we reelect the president in Washington now or a new president, we're electing a president on November 3rd. It's no secret. The stock market knows that corporate earnings are coming out in a couple weeks for third quarter um, profit numbers. The stock market knows that. So we finally said, you know what? There's no secrets. We're, we're so close to the election, there may be some volatility. Actually, there, there probably will be volatility because there always is around election time, any election, especially this election. This is a crazy, crazy election cycle we're in. Um, but there's going to be volatility. And as I, as I guarantee investors so often, I guarantee you, you're going to lose money if you're investing in the stock market. Absolutely, you're going to lose money. I can't tell you what day, what week, what month, but I guarantee you, you're going to lose money. And the stock market always recovers. So if you don't panic, and that's why I said earlier in the show, if it were up to me, investors would get one statement a year. One. Uno. One statement. That's all they need. Best thing they can do is leave their portfolio alone. Don't touch it. Forget about it. As Johnny Depp said in, in Donnie, um, that movie, Danny Brasco or whatever the movie was. Forget about it. So anyway, fourth week, the broad stock market was down. NASDAQ was up. And as I said, um, you know, I didn't even mention the, the government stimulus plan. They, they did it months ago spent more money within weeks of COVID-19 than they did all during the Great Recession 11 years ago. We had an 18-month slide from peak to trough. The stock market was down about 50% from October of 2007, ending in March of 2009. And within weeks of this COVID-19, the Fed printed more money than, than they did all during the Great Recession. And supposedly we're, we're, we're away waiting for new stimulus money because there's a lot of people that you know i just shared with you i i went outside and helped this lady put some money in her pocket so that she could buy food and put food on the table there's a lot of people like that out there folks and they you know they they need the stimulus check they don't um you know some people use use the money for for flat screen TVs, but there's a lot of people that need this money to, to make ends meet, put food on the table, take care of their family. And the government is just just fighting over that. So we're waiting. If, if we get that, and this Federal Reserve has promised, this pandemic created, it turned out to be a health care issue that turned into a financial and economic crisis. And the government promised because people losing their job, businesses going out of business and filing bankruptcy, um, people getting sick, people dying. This this was only because of a pandemic, um, something out of, out of left field, a black swan event, let's call it. Um, it's just, it's just, you know, the Federal Reserve is doing everything in their power to, to keep the economy afloat. So going back to what I said a few moments ago, it's no secret. The stock market knows that. And the stock market may go down 
over the next several weeks leading up to the election. The stock market may go down if we get a COVID-19. But if you have a well-diversified portfolio, just forget about it. Come back next year. Take a look. See where, see where you're at. Um, you know, the, the uh, PayPal's, MasterCard, Visa, all of this digital currency because people aren't using cash. I talked about it a little bit yesterday. Once again, the, the ETF that I invested in for my clients, you know, the top 10 holdings are those companies. NVIDIA um, is part of it. As I said, Apple is, is the number one holding. And I just felt like it was a good place to put our clients' money. Top 10 holdings account for about 60% of this ETF. So we're pretty focused in stocks that I want to be focused in. Um, mostly revolving around the stay-at-home, working remotely world that, that we're living in. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. Give me, give me a call. Any questions you have, wake Zach up. I don't want him falling asleep. He's got a big radio show at 11. If you like sports, I'll have him talk about it on the other side of the news break. It's a great show. Zach does a phenomenal job with this sports show so we we want him bright-eyed bushy-tailed let's say and um, he would love to take your call and put you through to me 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 so this week Monday was a little scary wasn't it in the stock market you know you had the UK talking about a second shutdown and nobody wants to hear that you know New York has been in a lockdown. We're still not fully open. Restaurants in New York City, as of September 30th, I guess they're going to be able to open at 25% capacity. Folks, wait till you see these restaurants start closing. They're going to be closing left and right. As soon as the warm weather disappears and people can't dine outside, that's the only thing that's been saving the restaurant businesses, the gorgeous. I know you don't want to hear me say that word again, but you do, don't you? You don't want me to say, hey, it's snowing out there, do you? Not yet, folks. So let me, let me, let me latch on to that word, gorgeous. It's a gorgeous day out there. I feel like I'm saying that. I think there was only one day over the summer when it wasn't gorgeous. It might have been raining or, you know, cloudy. And, and I told you that it wasn't gorgeous. But every other day, it's been gorgeous. I, perfect is my favorite word, but I'm starting to um, enjoy this word, gorgeous. I'll take, I'll take days like this all day long. Um, so, you know, there's Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, all did good. NVIDIA, PayPal, all do, doing good. Um, you know, there's some stocks that didn't do good this week. Dow down 9%, Chevron down 8%. Anyway, we're coming up to the news. We got Herb in Glens Falls. Hang in, Herb, through the news. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. I'll see you on the other side of this short news break. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. 
Whatever business you're in, growth isn't just about getting bigger. At ADP, we believe it's about getting stronger by turning data into insights so you can build teams that work as teams. By using our AI technology to help catch payroll errors before their errors. And by keeping ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. ADP helps businesses like yours grow stronger every day. ADP, HR talent, time, and payroll. Herb, I'll pick you up as soon as we get back. Hello, and welcome back for the second half of Let's Talk Money. I thank you for taking time out of your day, tuning in. Some of you are still in bed. That's okay. Just pull up the covers. I appreciate you listening. I can't thank you enough for listening. I know that I said it's a gorgeous day, and coming down the north way, I stayed in Saratoga last night, watched the sunrise. It looked like it was going to be a beautiful day, and I just was notified that it's a little cloudy in Saratoga. Historic downtown Troy, it's absolutely gorgeous. The sun is shining through my window, and it's a beautiful day outside, folks. It's a beautiful day. Who used to say that, Mr. Rogers? It's a beautiful day outside. Anyway, you get the picture, and our phone number is 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Herb in Glens Falls, you waited patiently. Thank you. What can I help you with this morning? Uh, hi, Steve. Um, basically, a quick question. Um, I want to invest um, short-term in a CD because I feel I'm invested enough in the stocks. Um, I could get a rate of like 0.9% at a, at a bank for for a year. I was wondering if you knew of any, if that you thought that was a, a pretty good rate considering the conditions yeah. now. It actually is. Um, I helped the client, same thing, um, some short-term cash, building a house, and we found 0.8% on the internet. So if you have a local bank looking to pay you 0.9%, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, Herb, but it is in in this day that we're living in um, with interest rates near zero. I keep saying two years ago, I thought I, I, I – anybody listening to me i said we'll never see interest rates this low again in our lifetime or at least in my lifetime and i was proven wrong i'll admit when i'm wrong i was proven wrong um here we are interest rates are lower today than they were a couple years ago um so i'm not going to tell you that interest rates won't go lower (laughs) they they could obviously they could go negative um like so many countries around the world but interest rates are low and 0.9 percent in a savings, especially if it's a local bank. That's pretty good, Herb. Yeah, actually, it isn't that local, but uh, I, I could drive and, 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 and do it. But uh, it's basically almost twice as much as I see at any local bank here. So uh, I think I'll probably go with it. Just don't spend all that interest that you're making on gas. you got to balance that out, Herb. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't drive too far. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll do the math, but, uh, but I thank you. And, uh, have a good day. Hey, Herb, thank you for the phone call. Um, I truly appreciate it. Stay healthy, Herb. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Let me put the number one person in my life this morning, Zach Harrison. Zach, talk about your radio show at 11 o'clock. That's 11 a.m., isn't it? 
We're live today at 11 a.m. on Fox Sports 980 95.9 FM. And Steve, you might want to tune in because I'm going to have Billy Blake, our WGY news guy, on to talk some horse racing because we got the Preakness coming next weekend. Man, oh man, you never talk horses. So you had to bring in somebody to help you? Yeah, well, we're going for the rubber match. We had the two first legs of the Triple Crown, two different winners, so we're going for the rubber match. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Zach, I often say, if because, you know, I know how to buy horses. I just can't handicap them. I don't know why they won't let me. I'd be better off to bet on what horses won't win than the ones that will win. I just can't. I can't pick a winner. Um, but we know tis the law, a local horse who won the Derby, won the Travers. Um, I'm sorry. Um, won, won the Belmont, won the Travers, hoping to win the Derby. Um, Barkley Tag made the decision not to race him in the Preakness, which, as I said to one of the owners, always listen to the trainers, especially a good, experienced trainer like Barkley Tag, who all he cares about is the 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 health of the horse. The horse is an athlete, and you got to take care of the horses. And and if he doesn't think he's ready to race, um, hold him off to the Breeders' Cup. That's the right thing to do. Every good trainer will always put the horse before any anything else. I don't care how big the purse is. I don't care how big the race is. Every good trainer will put the horse first and foremost. So 11 o'clock, what was the station again, Zach? On Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. Man, folks, did you hear that voice? Zach has a good voice. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. Any questions for me, folks, give me a call. Um, you're going to talk to Zach first. If Zach tries answering your question, say, hey, I want to get to Steve, and he'll put you He'll put you through to me. We had a report on the economy this week, durable goods order, um, up in August, but not up as much as expected. So, you know, that was kind of a sending a mixed signal. You know, durable goods are basically orders for long-lasting factory goods that, um, you know, we, we had four straight months of, of positive numbers, and that's good. Remember, back in, you know, the beginning of this COVID-19, there wasn't, too many good reports on the economy and we didn't know what to expect so it's nice when the commerce department comes out and says that it rose four tenths of a percent and basically durable goods are products designed to last at least three years or longer so you get the picture these are are solid goods these you know these aren't cupcakes that you're going to eat in a in, in, in a minute or less you know these are things that are going to um last three years or longer and you know it's one of the only reports this past week on the economy i think we had the jobs report friday um it's the first friday of october so i'm guessing we had the jobs report on 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 friday and that's that's the big report folks that's the report where we'll see how many jobs were created or lost in the month of september and hopefully we we're putting more people back to work, but as I said, I worry now that the nights are getting colder, the restaurants are, are going to be shuttering up, a lot of mom and pop businesses aren't going to be doing as well, 
And I think I think over the next several weeks, months, you're going to see a lot of businesses go out of business, no pun intended. And that, that concerns me. It concerns me in a big way. I shared with you yesterday, I'm not too happy with the airline industry. They, they've been milking the taxpayer for way too long. You know, after the Great Recession 11 years ago, we bailed them out. We gave them a nice tax break in 2017. And what did these companies do all those years? They spent every dollar they had. They never saved for a rainy day. And COVID-19 came and people aren't flying. And guess what? They needed another bailout from the taxpayers. And they took it. They promised the government that they would not lay off anybody until October 1st. Wait, a wait until Thursday and you will see tens of thousands of people being laid off. And that's going to hurt the economy. Those numbers won't show up until we get October's jobs report in November. So the next several weeks, you could see some volatility in the marketplace, and that's okay. Weather the storm and just last it out. Don't look. I know one of the listeners right now looks every day, and I try to tell her, don't look. Just don't look. Um, you know, just forget about it. Let me manage the portfolio and worry about the ups and downs. I can guarantee all investors that the weekends are a beautiful time to be invested because you're not going to lose any money, none whatsoever. When, when, when you shut down your computer at 4 o'clock on Friday and until 9.30 on Monday morning, you're not going to lose a penny because the stock markets are closed. So, as I said, Friday was, was um, it turned out to be a good day, but it was a volatile day. And after four weeks of, of the markets being down, um, except for NASDAQ, NASDAQ broke the trend, bucked the trend. NASDAQ was, was up and, you know, you know, the, the just, it's weighing on us, this coronavirus pandemic, um, the economic recovery that, that we're just unsure about the presidential race, you know, just the turbulence in the markets is, is, is crazy. Um, investors confidence, you know, we need the investor to feel good. We need the investor to feel good about their job, about being able to put food on the table, pay the rent, you know, so many things. The consumer makes up two-thirds of our economy, and that's why the consumer is so important. A big major part of, of um, our recovery is based on the consumer, and that's, that's why the stimulus um, plan, we need the stimulus to, to be approved. We need to put money in the pockets of, of especially the consumers that need it, those poor people, no pun intended, but the people out there that are out of a job and they need money. They need money. They need to take care of their families. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. Let's go to Carrie in Niskayuna. Hello, Carrie. Hi there, Steve Boucher, my friend. You are my, my guru and my money advisor. I've been listening to you since you were on 6 o'clock on Sundays years ago. Um, oh, man. I remember see. those I think you days. are one of the smartest men around there. And I, we were going to get together a couple of years ago, and you said it was not. I, I was coming close to the time, but it was just a little off. I'm 58. My husband's 59 and a half. He's chomping at the bit. He's 30 years in to his job, over 30 years. Um, and we've saved. You'll be very proud of me because of my ignorance. We put some of his money. He works for the post office, so his TSB 
was um, in the S&P um, for a long time. We did take it out because he was really chomping at the bit to retire. I know you're going to be disappointed with me in that. But um, I was just afraid of, uh, I know we missed a couple of good runs just recently, but we really want to be more safe than sorry at this point. And I'm really not, I really don't want him to retire yet because we have a mortgage to finish paying that I'd really like to get down to nothing, uh, probably within four years, which would make me, you know, 62. And that's my goal. Um, I work at a job that, uh, for a district, one of many, that was cut to the quick. And luckily, I'm far up in the seniority chain to where I didn't lose my job. But, you know, who knows with every passing year what may happen. So I might not be able to get to 62, but I'm 26 years into that job. Um, we've been, uh, we're not savvy, but we're, we're, we're aware. So is it time to come talk yet, or what would be a good thing? Can I throw in there, too, while I'm rambling? We are those people that are very loyal to GE. I did a drip fund, and we have about 1,000 shares, and I'm kind of wanting to jump out of it, but uh, I don't know if I want to write it off as a loss or just ride the wave to I don't know what. Man, oh man, Carrie, you make me I know, feel so right? Special. We need to talk. <laughs> wow. Ah, God, even <laughs> even knowing you're married, I, I, I like the comments that you gave me. So let me start <laughs> off by saying, you know, your husband's been working for thirty years. Now, if you take my advice, if you took my advice, you would realize that he may be nearing retirement, but he doesn't plan on dying. And if if you were our clients, we well, unless say, I kill him, you're right. No, you're good. Well, I I already heard you say you don't want him to retire, and I'm not going to ask why. Right. I mean, listen, COVID-19, <laughs> people working remotely, divorce rates are up. So are <laughs> babies on the way. I mean, COVID brings out the best in us. Um, and it also allows us to, to, to do some soul searching and see just how happy we are in our lives. I mean, people are spending more time with, with their families and loved ones than they've ever spent. And some people are realizing they don't like it. Now, I don't know why really? you don't want him to retire, but we'll <laughs> leave it at that, Carrie. We'll leave it at that. But remember, he's got 30 years that we're going to be planning. And if by chance you kill him, I mean, not only you're going to go to jail and be out before the 30 years. You're going to have 30 years that we're going to be planning on that money hanging out. So your husband may be, may be nearing retirement, but he doesn't plan on dying. And I remind that to all all the folks out there that are, are approaching retirement, because what they do is they, they do crazy things like your husband did with his portfolio. If he left his money in that S&P, the TSP fund, and um, – I forget what what's it called the G fund or no the S fund I think. Well, we moved it from it yeah the C to the G yeah. yeah. But and if we you, did if that you, I want to say after last year. Yeah. So, so right you before have left the it March there. crazy, oh, but then it rolled the wave again. I know, right? Why did you wait so long to call me? I could have made you a lot of money. Because I would have told your husband to leave that money alone. Don't touch it. Forget about it. Forget about it. But anyway, you need to come up with a plan to get that money invested. Because when he retires, you're going to come in and see me. And I'm going to roll that money into an IRA. And you don't want to be out mm -hmm. of the market. 
um, at your age, being as young as you are. I mean, you're just youngins. I mean, listen, 60s, the new 30. I mean, yeah, you're I just know. approaching, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got a whole new career in front of you. Um, so that's how you have to think. You have to think that way. Um, but don't, don't kill them. I mean, you know, put them in a separate bedroom, put them on the other end of the house, but don't kill them. You don't want to do that. I These always tell your... them if I kill them, I just have to hide them on the, under the shed and just never move. Cause you know, yeah, that's well, the, old, that's the secret to that. Can you and, tell my and, Jersey? So, <laughs> and you don't want to get a, um, you also don't want to get a dog that digs if you do that. So just remember, yeah, just no, some, no, definitely some friendly not. advice I can give you. Carrie, thank you for the phone call. Stay healthy. Um, be well diversified, though. You're too young to be in cash, way too young. 1-800-TALK-WGY, 1-800-825-5949. We have John in Albany. Hello, John. Hi, Mr. Boucher. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, but at my age, every day I get out of bed, I feel like I'm doing wonderful. Absolutely. So I have a quick question. I'm a state worker with a defined pension at age 50. How should I plan that into my retirement strategy? And um, do you feel that that'll, that'll be there in, uh, you know, 15 more years for me? Well, um, did I hear you say you have a defined pension, meaning you're going to get a percentage of your salary when you retire? Yes. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll so that's 50% a. For me. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing, John. I always tell clients: for every fifty thousand dollars you get, it's like having, in my world, a million dollars in in savings. Because if you had a million dollars in savings, we would say you can take about fifty thousand dollars a year out safely and keep that money intact. So, um, you know, for those of you that are fortunate enough to have these defined benefit plans. Um, it's it's really a beautiful thing. But with that being said, that doesn't mean you shouldn't plan for Plan B, because there, you know, look at at those poor retirees at St. Clair's in Schenectady. Poof, just like that, they're gone. I can go on and on and on about the companies that, you know, people thought they were retiring with a dollar, and all of a sudden they were only getting twenty cents on the dollar because the company went belly up. Most corporations in just about every municipality throughout the country is underfunded with their pension plans. If you really look at the balance sheets, whether it be your city or state, um, one of the biggest expenses is funding retirees' um, pensions, and most of them are underfunded. And during the good days, they, they, they don't put as much money away, and during the bad days, they can't keep up. Um, New York State is a state that's pathetic what's going on and i'm not talking the politics of new york state but people are leaving new york state left and right and can you blame them the taxes um the the you know you know the the safety the bail reform i can go on and on and on new york city is a ghost town a ghost town and there's a lot of tax dollars that 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 we get out of new york city poof just like that people are moving businesses are up and leaving moving to other states. Um, so I can't sit here and say that New York State, you're safe because I don't know if any municipality is safe. Um, we have to realize that we all want the services that our cities and states provide, but we just have to remember 
it's no different than our household budget. You get so much income, you have so much expenses going out. Well, if you have more expenses going out than income coming in, you're overspending. And that's what's going on. And New York State is absolutely under the gun with um, the shortfall that, that it has. So more than likely, you're going to be okay, John. But you know, you're still young enough where hopefully you're saving a few dollars on the side as well, just in case, because there are no guarantees in life. Except for death and taxes. Would you have a that's true. Would you have a target that I should be reaching compared to a person that wouldn't have a pension or Yeah, so I always a, say a thirty five year old married man. Yeah, so is is that how old you are now? Yes. So you know, if you want to have a million dollars at age 65, you have to put away about $300 a month, month in, month out. You'll have a million dollars at age 65 if you're making a 10% return. And then you can take $50,000 from that million dollars. And that's not a bad target. If you qualify for a Roth IRA, absolutely put as much money as you can afford into a Roth IRA. You can put $6,000 in, put it in. Um, you don't get a tax break for the money going in, but it grows tax deferred. Best of all, it's tax free. And these are little ways where you can you can be rest assured that if that pension isn't there, because so many people spend every dollar they make thinking they're going to have that one of those pensions. And as I said, St. Clair's in Schenectady. I can go on and on and on with all, so many other companies. All of a sudden, they realize, holy cow, I plan to retire and take a pension and that pension's not there. So have a backup plan, put some money away. Not only that, maybe if, if you have the best of both worlds, the pension and you put some money away, you may be able to retire earlier or have a better quality of life. There's nothing wrong with that in retirement. John, great question. Good luck to you. Stay healthy. At 35, you're asking the right questions. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. Any questions whatsoever, folks? Any whatsoever, give me a call. Um, I would love to talk to you. Love to talk to you. Um, you know, I gave, I gave you know, for, for, for the week, the S&P was down about six-tenths of a percent. Dow was down 1.75%. And the Russell 2000 down 4%. I, I told you that. Financials was down 4.24%. That was the other holding that we invested in. Why? I already shared with you. I, I invested in the Vanguard Information Technology ETF. The symbol is VGT for the cash that we had because the number one holding, 23-24% of it is in Apple. Number two holding, 17% Microsoft. Number three holding, Visa. Number four holding, NVIDIA, number five holding, MasterCard, number eight holding, PayPal. Those are all great companies, folks. And they're all companies that will do well as we live through this time capsule, this COVID-19 time capsule that, that we're, we're living in. Um, the other ETF we invested in was the Vanguard Financial. Why? Because I like two companies this week that I thought were beaten up pretty good, one being one being Apple, the other being J.P. Morgan Chase. And guess what the number one holding is to the Vanguard Financial? You got it, J.P. Morgan Chase. Hey, we're coming up to the end of the show. I didn't realize it. Boucher.com, um, 
you know, have a good week, folks. Stay healthy, and thank you for listening. At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.